This is the Wake Up to Jesus broadcast coming to you from the Jesus Saves Ministry, 1007 West Arlington Boulevard, right here in Greenville, North Carolina. This is a special invitation to you. If you've been out of church, you're not going to church, um, you're not a member of a church, and or something happened in church, and I'm mean, inviting you to come home and be a part of our ministry right here in Greenville, 1007 West Arlington Boulevard, uh, Jesus Saves Ministry. Our telephone number is 252-214-0799. I want you to stay tuned today. we got a word especially for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, praise the Lord and God bless you. Thank you again for tuning in to the broadcast. My name is Apostle Lonnie Stars, and I'm so grateful to the Lord Jesus Christ that we're here and that you're listening to us. I tell you, I'm grateful. You could tune us out, but we thank God for that. Thank God for all the supporters. Thank God for uh, Sister Williams, uh, Sister Askew, and Brother Johnson. Thank God for your support. We did receive it in the mail. Thank you so very much. If you you are listening, you like to be a supporter. You can make all contributions out to the Jesus. That's TJSM. You can you can do the acronyms. TJSM one thousand seven West Arlington A R L I N G. T-O-N Boulevard, that's Greenville, North Carolina, 27834. No donation is too small, that is too large. Whatever you give will be a blessing. You can go to our website at www.tjsm.org. You can make a donation that pay your tithes and your offering. And you can also email us at gojesusnow at aol.com. You can always call us at 252-IN-THE-CHURCH, 689-6172, or you can call us by phone, 252-214-0799. My name is Apostle Lonnie Stocks. If you'd like to cash out for us, it's always cash out, uh, dollar sign, capital L-O-N-N-I-E, capital S-T-O-C-K-S. Remember, whatever you do, Nate, would be a blessing to us and for the ministry. We believe in winning souls for Jesus Christ. Good evening, good morning, whatever time of day you're looking. And I tell you, I'm grateful to God just to be here among the land of the living. I've got to go to a funeral this Friday, if, if the Lord should say so, uh, up in Rose Hill, North Carolina, not too far from here, about 60 miles or 70 miles. But I want to know that I'm grateful. Uh, this brother had, uh, was the one that inspired me and encouraged me to go to Bible school back in 1977 in New York, Elder Washington Coleman. He'll be laid to rest on this coming Friday at 1 p.m. at Rose Hill Cemetery, uh, pure, pure home, 
in Rose Hill, North Carolina. And I'm grateful to God because you know what? He got killed. A car ran across the road, hit him head on, and caused his death, his demise. We never know what tomorrow is going to bring. But today on this broadcast, I want to talk about something that I believe that is very important. Uh, a lot of people don't talk about it, but I think it's important because God said so. I want to talk about on this broadcast, addicted, addicted, A-D-D, I-C-T-E-D, addicted. Now, the Bible tells us about a certain group of people that are addicted themselves. Addiction just don't happen. You've got to make it happen. If you find someone on drugs today, it didn't just happen. No, it didn't just happen. You took those drugs and got addicted to it. Alcohol, cigarettes, you made yourself addicted. Now, let's look at the scripture for a minute. Don't take my word for it. The scripture says in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse number 15, and this is the King James Bible. The scripture, I beseech you, brethren, ye know the house of Stephanus, that it is the first fruits of Acacia, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. They addicted themselves. It didn't just happen. They addicted themselves. In order to be addicted, you've got to do it for yourself. I'm addicted to ministry. I love ministry. Not because I just got saved late, but because I just love ministry. I actually fell in love with Jesus Christ. I tell people all the time, if you fall in love with Christ, nobody having any trouble with you. If you fall in love with Jesus, no one will have any trouble with you. I'm telling you that. If a person falls in love with Christ, you won't have any trouble with them. It's those that don't love Christ that you have trouble with. If a person loves Christ, he'll follow what the Word of God says. And the Word of God is always right. There's never a time that God's Word is wrong, not one time. You can't find any wrong in God's Word. Some things in God's Word are not easy, but it's, I tell you what, it's right. God never made a mistake. God never told a lie. If you follow that word, you're going to be okay. Now, these men and this family had addicted themselves. The scripture said, look, I beseech you, brethren, you know the house of Stephanes, that it is the first fruit of Acacia, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. That means they, they love doing it. They, you know, I'm doing something that I never did before, uh, even in New York, and I've been passionate. This year is 39 years. But we're, we're feeding the people. We're actually getting food from Food Bank. Food Bank is giving it to us. We go pick it up every Monday at, at 11 a.m., and then we bring it back to the church and give it out at 12 noon. I give it out for one hour from 12 noon to 1 p.m. every Monday and every Thursday. That's a job. I really, I really contemplate quitting because it's a job. Picking that food up, bringing it back. I bought a brand new deep freezer to put in the church. That deep freezer cost me uh, six hundred and forty-eight dollars. 
uh, we don't charge a dime. You know, they don't charge us. We don't charge. It's free. But Jesus said, I was hungry and you fed me not. So we want to do opposite. We want to feed the people because God said so. And it's not easy. It's this stuff. You know, getting up. I live, I live here in Belvoir, North Carolina. And I get up 6 or 7 o'clock in the morning, do my, you know, brush my teeth, get myself together, get dressed. I usually get to Greenville by, by 8.30 or 9 o'clock. And then I, I do whatever I got to do there, get that back, get in order. And my son used to be there to the church around 10, 15, 10.30. And then we leave 10 minutes to 7 and go to the uh, grocery store and get the food every Monday and every Thursday. That's not easy. Then we come back, we got to unload the truck. First, we got to load it, put it in the truck. Then we come back, we got to unload the truck. And then we got to bring it in the church, in the dining room. That's not an easy job. But the Bible said in First Corinthians chapter 16, they had addicted themselves. It's something you got to do. If you're a pastor listening to me, you got to make sure you get addicted yourself. You can't. I, I, I met with some pastors yesterday, today rather, at 11 o'clock, and they were telling about how you can't let this happen, you can't let that happen. One of them, and they was trying to say how uh, God put us over to the house of God, and we got to choose who's what and who's what. But you know what? That's in God's hand. God chose me a sinner. I was a complete sinner. I was a drunk. I was an alcoholic. I was a reefer smoker. I was whoremonger, and God saved me. So how can I discriminate and tell you who can't be saved? So my job is to do all I can to win souls to Jesus Christ. That's my whole. That's my whole bar. bar. That's what I do. Win souls to Jesus Christ. The Bible says. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 16, King James Bible, and Paul speaking, said, I baptize also the household of Stephanus. Besides, I know not whether I baptize any other. So it's the same Stephanus that addicted himself to ministry. So he was a normal man. So like every drug addict you know, every uh, womanizer, every reefer smoker, every cigarette smoker, they did it to themselves. I used to smoke cigarettes. I knew about it. I used to say I ain't going to smoke no more, but I wind right back up smoking again. Listen, I addicted myself. It was me. Now, the same thing with ministry. Stephanus addicted himself. The house, house, his, his whole family devoted their lives to winning souls for Jesus Christ. I think that's a, a very great thing to do. That's what I've done. I've addicted myself to win souls for Jesus Christ. That's what I did. I addicted myself to win souls for Jesus Christ. Listen, God is a good God. You can't go wrong by winning souls for Jesus. You can't. There's no way you can go wrong. I'm grateful to the Lord that he allowed me to be here. I'm I'm grateful to God that he gave me a chance to be here and lift up the name of Jesus Christ. I'm truly grateful. I am so grateful. God didn't have to do it, but he did, and I'm grateful. So 
I'm here on the radio, on the internet, every night to the week, well, five days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I'm in church uh, every Wednesday, 12 noon, every Wednesday evening at 7 p.m., every Friday at 7 p.m., each and every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Now, who's making me do that? Nobody. But I love doing it because I'm addicted to it. See, you got to addict yourself to, listen, if you don't do it, let's look at the word addicted. The word addictedness is the quality or state of being addicted. Attachment. You attach to something. Uh, Sister uh, Susan said to me in New York, so pastors, I heard you say you was addicted. Now she's addicted. The word addicted comes from the word addiction and the word addiction, addictus, dictero, as a judience, the state of being addicted, the state of being devoted. You have an inclination. The state of being in addiction was to course, to courses. Your addiction, his addiction was to courses. It was vain. Some things we do is vain. Some things we do is nothing but vain. There's no benefit in it at all. But being addicted to the gospel is going to always be a blessing. Listen, the word addiction also means to apply habitually, habit, something you do all the time. It means to devote, habitate, with. They addicted themselves to the civil law. You got people that addicted themselves to learning, addicted themselves to exercise, addicted themselves to studying, addicted themselves to doing many things. You know, when you get addicted to it, I'm talking about addicted. I'm talking to you. Are you addicted to the gospel? Are you doing all you can to win souls for Christ? The word addicted also means devoted. You're devoted. Devoted means be consecrated to a purpose. You're strongly attached to this, to be zealous, to devote as a devoted admirer. You're devoted to doing the will of God, to win souls at any cost. That's my whole thing. I don't care what anyone said. My job is to win souls. In Romans chapter 16, verse number 5, the Bible said, Likewise, greet the church that is in their house. Suit my well-beloved Ephratus, who is the first fruit of occasion unto Christ. Listen, when you've been addicted, you do all you can to win souls. You go on, listen, a person that's addicted to marijuana, uh, drugs, they do all they can to get it. They go out their way. People even sell their furniture, their house furniture, their television, their stereo to get that drug. When you're addicted to ministry, you do everything you can to win souls for Jesus Christ. That's why I'm here today. I'm addicted. The subject is addicted. When you're addicted, you do all you can to win souls for Christ because you're addicted. 
That's what you are. Romans chapter 15, verse 31, said, pray that I may be rescued from those who are disobedient in Judea and that my ministry in Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints. I want to do the best I can. I don't want to drive nobody away. I want to pull them in. That's what's when you've been addicted. You want to do all you can to rescue people. That's addicted. Look what it says in Romans chapter 8, verse 35. Can anyone ever separate us from Christ? Says love. Does it mean he no longer loves us? If we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger, threatened with death. That means Christ still loves you. It doesn't mean that Christ don't love you. Somebody listening to me, now you're going through some oppositions. But I come to encourage you today, please be encouraged. Christ is still with you, and he loves you. Let me tell you something. In, in verse number 30 of 1 Corinthians, it says, look what he says. God united you with Christ Jesus for our benefit. God made him to be wisdom itself. Christ made us right with God. He made us pure and holy, and he has freed us from sin. Did you hear that? That's why we want to let people know they are out there, but you can get out. God loves you. See, that's my whole thing. I want people to know that Christ loved them. I want them to know that Christ really, really cares. Listen, you may be going through something right now, but Christ cares about you. Christ is concerned about you. He wants to help you. My job is to share with you the goodness of the Lord so you will be able or willing to try and for yourself. All I say to you, try and for yourself. It's the best life I've ever lived. I, I, I've been serving God now, Jesus Christ. Uh, last Wednesday, uh, the 15th of last month, was 44 years. 44 years. Now, I'm not going to say that uh, he gave me this length of time because my father died when he was 47. My mother died when she was 56. My grandmother that raised me died at 63. Here I am at 77 years old. I am grateful, and I'm addicted. I'm addicted to ministry. That's what I am. I'm addicted to it. Yes, the Bible said in uh, Amos chapter 9, verse 13, yes, indeed, it won't be long now, God decrees. Listen, I'm telling someone today, God's going to bring you out of that situation. This situation is going to change. I know right now you're in it, and it looks horrible. It seems horrible. But I'm telling you that Christ Jesus will and can bring you out. And according to Amos chapter 9, verse 13, I'm reading this from the Message Bible. Say, yes, indeed, it won't be long now. That's what I'm telling you. It won't be long. God decrees. I didn't say it. God said it. Then he says in the next verse, things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of another. You won't be able to keep up. 
Everything will be happening at once. Everywhere you look, blessings, blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and hills. That's what I'm, see, that's the reason I'm here because I want you to receive everything that God got for you. That's what I want you to do. I want you to be able to be a recipient of it. Yes, that's what I want. I want you to be a, be a recipient of all the many blessings that Jesus Christ has for you. And he has many blessings. The Bible says, eyes have not seen, ear have not heard, have not even entered in the heart of man the things that God got prepared for them that love him. My friend, please hear me today. As I'm addicted, if you'll try Jesus, I guarantee you, he's the best thing that's ever happened. Nothing has happened better than Jesus Christ. Look what it says right there. Right there in the book of Amos, chapter 13. So I make everything right again. That's verse 14. My people, Israel, they'll, they'll rebuild their ruined cities. They'll plant vineyards and drink good wine. They'll work their gardens and eat fresh vegetables. What Christ is saying I'm going to make things all right for you. You've been struggling. I'm telling you, you'll make it all right. I'm telling you that I know for a fact that Christ will actually make it all right. He'll bring you out, bring you over, bring you across, bring you through. He'll bless you today, no matter who you are. I'm addicted. And you know what? If you try, you'll be addicted because he's the best thing that's ever happened. Nothing better. That's when I first came down here. That's my ex-wife over there, Charlene. Uh, that's my bishop, Bishop Williams. That's myself standing there in the blue. That's my son, Marlo, Elder Marlo, standing next to me. We came down here to let you all know that God is a good God. In Mark chapter 11, verse 25, take a look at something. The Bible tells us, at that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father. Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and has revealed them unto babies. What are you saying, Lonnie? I'm saying the Bible saying today, if you would just take God at his word and trust him, he'll make a way for you today. You may feel like you're nobody. You may feel that you are insignificant. But I'm telling you, Christ will make it all right. And I know he will. Look what it says in the next verse 26. Even so, Father, for so it seems good in thy sight. See, God looks at things one way, and man looks at it another way. I had a discussion where I didn't discuss, I was listening, listening to them today. They were saying how God can't use a woman as an apostle, can't use a woman as a... As a Elder, I can't use a woman as a, a this or that. And one brother said, he will not call a woman. He'll just say, woman of God, that covers everything. But the point is, God says, even so, for it seems good in thy sight. God calls who he wants and uses who he wants. Look what it says in verse 27. This is God, Jesus talking. All things are delivered unto me of my father. 
and no man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither was any man the Father save the Son, and he to whomsoever the Son will reveal. Jesus Christ is the one that's making a way for us. He's the one that's giving you liberty. Jesus Christ, I'm addicted with that, yes. And I know he will because he did it for me. See, I'm not telling you something that I speculate. I got a hunch. I'm telling you something that I actually know, that Christ will make a way for you. Look what he says in verse number 28. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Did you see that? Christ promised to give you rest. And look at something here. The next verse, this is powerful. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Do you see what he said, take my yoke? Now, when you yoke the devil, you know, a yoke is something that you use to guide someone with. And Jesus said, my guidance is not hard. My deliverance is not, my stirring is not hard. When you yoke up with the enemy, he causes you to do things that's improper. He'll cause you to do things that's completely wrong. He'll cause you to say things that you regret. There are people, I believe, on death row right now because they allowed the enemy to get to them and talk to them. And they did some things that was unimaginable. There are people, I guarantee you, on death row are in prison right now. Sorry for the mistake they made. Maybe you're one of them. You made some mistakes. But Christ will wash it away. He'll forgive you for your sins. Hallelujah. And he'll take them and throw them in a sea of forgiveness. And they'll never, ever come up against you again. You may bring it up, but Christ won't. Look what he says in the next verse. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Christ says, and I, I'm going to leave him with this. I've been with him for 44 years. It's the best life I've ever lived. I've had some troubles. I've had some problems. But in each and every one, Christ always brought me out. Christ brought me out. And he'll bring you out. Christ will bring you out. Praise him. I'm on the radio. Everything is good. What's up with you? What's up? Okay, then I'm going to give me about five, three minutes and I'll call you back. Call, call me back when you get off. Okay. All right. Listen, that's, that's my friend, Elder Rosenberg. We went out to eat today, but God is good. I'm addicted to the ministry. That's what I am. That's why I accepted this phone call right then. But listen, my time is about out. I got to get up and get out of here, but God is good. He said, but my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Did y'all get that? Christ said that. It's so simple. If you listen to me this evening, it's really so simple to be born again. You can, you can be born again tonight, this evening, as you hear this broadcast. How do you do it? First of all, repent of your sin. Say, Lord, I'm sorry. Ask him to forgive you. And then say, then you got to believe that he did forgive you. And then start confessing with your mouth, out your mouth. Say, Lord, thank you for saving me. 
I'm saying now. Lord, thank you for saving me. And then next thing, you got to believe in your heart. Not what other people believe about you, but what you believe. Believe in your heart and put your confidence in Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved. You'll be saved right now, right this very moment. The Bible says in Romans chapter 9, chapter 10, verse number 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10 says, For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You can be saved tonight. I'm addicted, my friend, and I'm telling you that God loves you tonight. I got to go. Clock on the wall is telling myself. This has been the Wake Up to Jesus broadcast coming to you from the Jesus Save Ministry. We're located here in Greenville, North Carolina, 1007 West Arlington Boulevard. Zip code is 27834. If you go to my website tonight, you can go to www.tjsm.org. Or if you'd like to email me, you can email me at gojesusnow at aol.com. You can also call me at 252-214-0799. Kaka always telling me my time is up and I got to go. I love you with all my heart. Remember, I talked about being addicted tonight. You can be addicted like I'm addicted to it, and God will set you free. Have a good evening. Have a good evening. Got to go. There you go right there. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for uh, being a part of our show today. Oh, the clock on the wall is telling me it's time I got to get up and get out of here, but I'm so glad that God is good. I'm glad that you are there. Listen, if you ever like to speak to me, you can call me at 252-214-0799. Remember, if you're not saved today, it's so simple to give your life to Jesus Christ. All you have to do is say, Lord, help me and forgive me for my sins. Really mean that in your heart. It's the Lord come into my heart and save me, and he'll do that, and you'll be a born-again Christian. Well, you have a great day. My prayers are that you will always be blessed of the Lord in Jesus' name. Remember, if you want to call me, 252-214-0799. Have a great day in Jesus Christ.